0: Welcome everybody to the newest episode of the Maple Ridge Mastodon's podcast, episode 5. It's pretty much been a long time where we've released episode 4. November 18th specifically was the date we aired episode 4. A lot has taken place. Um, Pretty much we've gone from being the worst team in our conference, the worst team I would dare to say almost in the league, to... uh, To rising up the ranks. We've um, went from 10th in our conference to 7th. We are currently holding a playoff position spot. Out of the 8 teams making the playoffs, we are currently 7th. A lot to talk about. Stay tuned as we discuss everything that's happened since November 18th. That's right, fans of the Maple Ridge Mastodons. For uh, for those of you listening, and as I mentioned, November 18th was the last time we uh, aired our episode. A lot has been taking place, and we apologize for, you know, not being that bi-weekly uh, episode podcast as we talked about that we wanted to aim for. Uh, a lot has taken place, management has been shifted around at one point, we weren't even sure that the podcast, the Maple Ridge Mastodon podcast, would have continued. But considering that episode four aired, and we pretty much announced that, you know, uh, our belief, our, our point of view was that the team dropped the ball. The team pretty much flushed the rest of the season down the toilet. Uh, that's pretty much how we saw it. That's pretty much how we saw it. That's what we assumed was the case. Considering the fact that we were losing game upon game, uh, it didn't matter what we did. But as of November 18th, I am proud to announce that our team, and I mean, I would have to go back and listen to what was talked about November 18th. Um, To be quite honest, I don't remember what our win-loss record was, but what I do know is we were in 10th place in the conference. So out of the entire conference, our loony conference, we were the bottom of the the league, uh, of uh, of our conference. What's taken place is we increased not only attendance at the arena, but we also increased our standings. We went from 10th to 7th, which currently means we are holding a playoff spot. Out of the eight teams that make the playoffs, we are currently 7th. Our current record as of today, December 8th, is out of 42 games played, 19 victories, 21 losses, 2 ties. We have 144 goals for and 148 goals against. And we're holding strong at 40 points. Our last our last 10 games sees a 6 4 0. And we are currently on a two game losing streak. But regardless, that has been a major improvement. From where we currently where we currently are, but from where we were, uh, you know, major news considered was that the season was at a loss. Management was on um, was on notice. Even um, coaching staff was considered to being let go. A lot has taken place. We apologize again. I want to apologize for being. So long since our last episode aired, but I'm happy to announce we are back. Everything's back on schedule, and let's get at it. Let's get to it. So as I mentioned, the playoff race out of 10 teams with Albany Valley Wolves being in last place with 23 points. In ninth place, you have the Mount Pearl Rock at 31 points. Eighth place, which will be the bottom spot of uh, the playoff seed, is the Edmonton Lynx. They are at 39 points, us at seventh, at 40 points. At 45 points, tied for 5th place, you have Stroud Outlaws at 45 points. The Cameloo Knights at 45 points. Uh, Vancouver Titans, last season's um, Maple Cup winners are currently in 4th spot with 46 points. Who are tied with 3rd spot team, the Tilt Cove Caribou. Second spot is the Toronto Terminators at fifty-six points, and the Ottawa Capitals holding first spot in the Looney Conference at fifty-nine points, twenty-eight victories, ten losses, and three ties. What a with a plus of forty-three in goal difference, fifty-nine points that sees the Ottawa Capitals as the second, as the second greatest team in the league this season. Two points behind the Saskatoon Spectators at 61 points. Um, The Ottawa Capitals are season 39 Maple Cup winners. Always have been a force to be reckoned with. Uh, Good friends of of our team. Good friends of the city. And a good friend of mine. uh, Their general manager. He's certainly turned the team around. Uh, The team before he took over was in shambles. Was pretty much a joke of a team. Considering that. Anytime time you played them, it was a guaranteed wi- uh, it was a guaranteed win victory it was a guaranteed walk in the park that's right, everybody. While we started recording part two of uh, episode five on December eighth it is currently today January seventh of two thousand and twenty one so about a month has gone by where we are continuing. Episode 5. So pretty much when we left off, um, we were still heading towards the end of the season, towards the playoffs. Um, Well, obviously a lot has happened. Just to stay on track, I will continue from where we were December 8th. And that was heading into the trade deadline. So clearly, December 4th, a lot of movement was taking place through the free agency. We We ended up signing Normie Fisher. Off the free agency. Uh, we uh, we signed them. We put them on waivers. And we placed them in the farm. Uh, just as a general veteran. And a backup center. On the farm team. Because uh, we felt that we were struggling. And we lacked a lot of talent. At least talent that was capable. Of holding their own. Um, that's the key word. Talent that is capable of holding their own. Um, that was... More or less the main one coming off of um, the free agency. December 5th, a uh, big trade. Not in the sense huge talent or a huge trade uh, involving players took place. But a trade nonetheless. On Saturday, December 5th of 2020, Maple Ridge Macedon trade Stefan Witherspoon to the Halifax Hooligans for Par Hulse. For those of you that have followed the, the team and have been following the uh, the farm system, our farm uh, training grounds, you would know that Stefan Witherspoon has always been a favorite amongst the organization. He was signed in August 17 of 2019, season 37. He was drafted in the first round, 17th overall by us, the Maple Ridge Mastodons. Since then, he's been a steady uh, a steady point producer in the farm team season 41 in 23 games with our farm uh, our farm team he puts up nine goals six assists for a total of 15 points trading him to the Halifax hooligans in the farm again 16 games played nine points uh, nine goals 10 assists for 19 points he ends with a positive plus 18 in Halifax so, Stefan Witherspoon has always been a huge impact player for Maple Ridge. Clearly, he's a huge impact player for the Grilly Mob Squad, the Halifax-affiliated farm team. We bring in Par Holse, who, this is his first year on the farm system. You know, uh, He played with uh, the Halifax team, 34 games, puts up 26 points, 13 goals, 13 assists. Comes over to Maple Ridge, 16 games, 4 goals, 7 assists, a total of 11 points. Um, He wasn't, how can I say this? You know, we traded a right winger for a center. Uh, The main thing here was we are going for a first liner, for a first liner. What worked out for us is that we have huge depth on the right wing. We don't have much depth in the centers, at least talented centers and a young kid. This guy is 21 years old. Stefan Witherspoon was, uh, he was pushing it a bit, you know. Um, So clearly we ended up winning. Stefan Witherspoon, you know, has always been a fan favorite, has been a organization favorite. Like, I mean, you know, everyone around the locker rooms adored this guy. We looked up to him as being one of those future kids coming up from the farm into the protein, but it was sad to see him go but we are extremely excited and trust me when i say we are extremely excited to have har uh holes coming in well that wouldn't have been the only um trades taking place on the trade deadline itself december 8th right up almost up to the wire a huge trade took place with the freeport amarrows um You know, Maple Ridge, our understanding was at the start of the season, we traded off Vic Cunningworth for uh, Renberg, okay? Vic Cunningworth was traded to the Kamaloops. Renberg ended up coming over. And at first, you know, everybody was excited. And we saw Renberg as being that one guy that would push us further into the playoff run, right? Like this guy, we were like, okay, we're going to build a team around him. He's 32 years old. I mean, this guy is stacked with experience. He's one of those guys that you go to, right? He's your go-to guy. For example, out of 42 games in Maple Ridge Mastodons, he has seven goals, 26 assists. He recorded 33 points with us, okay? 77 shots, a total of 343 checks given, a 404 checks avoided, all right? This is a defender coming into a team where we traded off last season. We traded off superstar Johnny Bergeloff to Halifax. We ended up trading superstar defender Jody Damore to Winnipeg. So we lost two superstar defenders, right? So clearly our defense line was, it was broken at most. Renberg plugged one of the holes. At least it boosted the confidence of the team. As the season took place and we noticed that we were dropping from the standings, we were getting lower, lower. Uh, word was being put out. Look, Renberg as a high value player. I mean, we have no future for him with us. I mean, we're not going anywhere. And if we do make it into the playoffs, clearly we ain't we ain't gonna be going far. We're not gonna be winning the cup. So word was put out. Renberg's up for trade. Here he is, a first line defender. He's a first line. I would honestly say, I would almost. I would want to push him as a high, marquee, almost superstar defender. Well, Freeport, first year as the Freeport Amarals, you know, they were climbing the ladder in their conference. They're making a playoff push, and it worked out in their favor. They needed, they felt that they needed a veteran, high point producing defender to give them that boost, maybe push them, who knows, into the finals, right? We were all too happy to entertain trade offers, trade talks between uh, Freeport and Maple Ridge. And let's just say we traded it off a high-value player who we didn't want to give up, but we clearly seen that there would be no point in keeping him, right? Um, like Like I mentioned before, there was no future for him with us at this point in the season. As a high value player that he is, we would capitalize now on selling him, then retaining him for the next season. Where who knows what would take place after the re- rates? And when the dust settles, maybe player uh, other teams aren't looking for that type of caliber player at his age, right? So we capitalize. We pick up Marin Davisky, Maxim Kraft, Raymond Lakos, Mackenzie Plesk, and Griffin Cinsibuski. Uh You know, we picked up five players for Renberg. These are all players of the ages of 19 to 24. Uh, Well, the only player being 24 is uh, Maxim Kraft, a 24-year-old defender, 6'4", 192 pounds, um, played a total of 25 games in Freeport, 10 points, comes into Maple Ridge. We kind of used them as a... uh, well, we weren't really looking to slot him in right away, but Kraft in the playoffs at least showed what he was worth. He um, he helped us so not so much. I mean, he really didn't play many games. We um, you know, we used him and he did record two assists. So, Maxim Kraft, at 24 years old, you could expect to see him next season, right? But everybody else that was picked up in this trade had huge impact for the remaining of the season. In the farm between Raymond Lakos, who at six feet, 195 pounds, a right winger, right? 19 years old, 14 games, five points. That's the type of stuff we wanted. We gave up a 22 year old, uh, Stefan Witherspoon to Halifax. We, uh, we instantly plug that gap with a 19 year old, right? We get Mackenzie Plesk, another defender, 6'4, 168 pounds, 21 years old. I mean, this trade, while it didn't help our pro team, um, at least it didn't help the pro team in plugging the hole that Remberg left, but it sure as hell helped fill in any gap we had in the uh, the farm system. Uh, these are going to be players that we're going to move. And, um, you know, I expect huge things to be coming out of next season with these players, and you should be expecting to see them show up on the pro team. Well, December 9th scene, Eric Tyler. Now, for those of you that follow along on the TJHL website, you would recognize Eric Tyler as being the Flynn Flawn Flamers backup goalie. Well, December 9th, he was put on waivers and we quickly went ahead and claimed them, right? We claimed them not necessarily to fill in the gap on the pro team, because as we stated many times, with Alphonse Servi, with Mecquiao, um, uh, Lafayette. On the pro team, there was no need adding a fourth goalie. Let alone a backup goalie who played for Flint Flon. And in two seasons, probably hasn't even played a total of five games. So we went ahead, picked him up. Because at his age, at 27 years old, clearly on coming off a great contract... Um, scouting the kid you find out that this guy has the type of attributes that you look for all right so we picked them up off of waivers Um, so that's it we pretty much sent them down to the farm team just to fill in the gap I mean uh, something I've mentioned before we were having issues Maple Ridge Mastodon's itself has an issue with a goalie on the pro and on the farm this is something we've been dealing with for the past Four seasons. Uh, We assume Eric Taylor being young. um, Already being credited with a backup spot. Backup goalie spot on another team. We see that as a plus. The kid has the, as I mentioned. The type of attributes that you want to have in a young goalie. Who's still, you know, settling into his craft. So we picked him up. Bring him in. You know, it sucks that they lost the guy. But it's a win for us. Uh, he played eight games on our farm. Picks up three wins, five losses. Has a safe percentage of .895. Um, once again, it's something I wanted to mention. What we did towards the end of the season, and this is probably also why you would figure, like the guy only has three wins, five losses. Well, he has... I, I'm assuming that he has those losses because... What the farm was doing at this point towards the end of the season was we were not we were going to be making the farm playoffs. that was obvious. We had no point in trying to win games because it didn't do nothing for the team itself, so we were in the process of rotating players, giving every kid a chance to play on the farm. Eric Tyler comes in um he's put you know he's put in nets for eight games but the team in front of him is surely not the type of team that you would have seen at the start of the season right the pros of you know our league leaders of the farm were probably benched weren't you know quite honestly they probably weren't even on the lineup whatsoever um but then again heading into next season Eric Tyler has already been given the starting spot in the farm and um Let's see where that takes us. We are confident that Eric Tyler will lead the farm for the few the foreseeable future. Here we have it. The last 14 games of the season. Season 41. Now I apologize to our listeners. Um this has been a this has been an episode that's been due to come out for at least a month. And even longer. As mentioned at the start of episode five, we talked about episode four coming out out of November 18th, okay? Uh, A lot has happened. It's been keeping us off the podcast, has prevented us from really doing something that we love, and it was informing you guys of what's taking place on the ice, behind, and behind the ice, what you guys don't normally see. So, Uh, I apologize, not only for the delay, but I also apologize that I've sped through Episode 5. I'm just trying to get everybody caught up. Uh, If you go on the TJHL website, you will probably notice, you know, Episode 5 and what you see on the website ain't adding up. Well, that's clear. You know, we started recording this December 8th. It is currently January 7th of 2021. Um, They're the last 14 games of the season. Episode 6, we'll be talking about round 1 of the playoffs, season 41 playoffs. Episode 7, we will be diving into the award ceremony, the Maple Ridge Macedons award show. Alright, so to end off episode 5, I'm going to mention that we had 14 games left to play. Out of those 14 games, Maple Ridge Macedons picked up 8 losses, 5 wins, and 1 tie. All right, eight losses, five wins, one tie. Um, It wasn't, as I mentioned many times, it wasn't something that we were aiming for. We were, you know, we would keep an eye on the playoff tree, right? We were seeing how we're going to end up. Could we go up any higher up on the, the seeds? Clearly, we couldn't. The teams ahead of us really pulled ahead. Um, and It just became a part of, Well, let's just hold back, right? There is no point trying to win games. Clearly, we can't win. So we just started shuffling players around just to get some guys ice time, just to see if anything would click at the last second. So eight losses, five wins, uh, one tie. It would see us coming in again on the the 7th. no, I think if I'm not mistaken, we even dropped out of uh, seventh seed. We end up grabbing eighth seed, if I'm not mistaken. We end up taking the um, we end up going towards the playoffs, facing the Ottawa Capitals. All right. So here you have it. Episode five is finally done. It's somewhat rushed. I just wanted to put it out there. The trade deadline. Who was picked up off of waivers? Who was picked up off of free agency? um i'm not gonna go much more into it as that it's something that's already a month past uh so there you go episode six we're gonna try to drop it within the weekend or as maybe as early as tomorrow we will be talking about the Looney conference round one of season's 41 playoffs and we are taking on the ottawa capitals finally Episode 5 of the Maple Ridge Mastodon Podcast has been completed and we are publishing it now. Finally, it feels like a burden has finally been lifted off of our shoulders. As always, I want to take this time to thank all of our fans on the podcast world. If you follow us on Twitter at Maple follow us on Twitter, follow us on the podcast, share our tweets, retweet us. You know, spread the word. We want our podcast to reach the ears of everyone. Doesn't matter if you are a hockey fan or not. You could just follow along to hear us trash talk our our own team. Hear us trash talk our fellow um, GMs and whatnot. But thank you again for always supporting us. Once again, check us out on Twitter at MapleMastodons. Stay tuned. Episode 6 should be airing within the week. This I promise you. Ciao.